BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Cameras now, we should be sweet. And look, <laughs> if we're not, we're not. Anyway. Says we are. Yeah. Um, Jesus, there's a lot going on here, isn't there? There is a bit on. Yeah, it says we're live. How do we. We're live. I reckon let's just go. Let's just rip. Let's rip. Let's Luke, Luke Clout. Okay. He, All right, a... let's let's do this. Uh, so this is the Harry. Are you listening? Hey, I'm I'm lost in <laughs> Luke's eyes. Luke, he's coming over with his pretty blue eyes, and I'm getting lost in him. He's... You just just come <laughs> in. You're on next, or you can sit in between <laughs> me and Sam. Take it out. You, you can sit, sit down here if you want. Hello. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Luke Clout. <laughs> he actually even shaved his leg for this podcast. Just Jeez. specifically he for this. Jeez, he's done well, hasn't he? <laughs> came extremely prepared for the situation. <laughs> you got to be ready for the situation. I don't know if we are doing a podcast. I think we're, I think just, we're just talking shit. I think this is just carrying on. I'm just appreciating the situation. The sun's out. There's... Uh, Harry Bink, yeah. I've uh, got a question for you. No, actually, we've got to do some proper shit. So what this is, this is the uh, for people that are watching us now and on YouTube, this is the Gypsy Tales podcast live from OzX Open. We're presented by Nobby Underwear. So join the under, Undie Club, go to nobby.com.au You can get yourself a pretty deadly pair of duds that Harry is pointing to. The package is there's a pretty... I'm still trying to figure if that... Is an Audi or if that's a male? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. You've seen some stuff too, so if you're trying to figure it out. So and then this is being streamed live on the YouTube, uh, via the, the YouTube on the YouTube via the, the Boost YouTube. Mobile network. So we're all on the old Boost Mobile plans around here. Uh, they got a new plan that gives you like the most data of all time ever. I'm actually um, on Boost and I'm not sponsored by them. I'm actually with them by choice and they're not paying me or anything. That's an ad that's right a, there. That's a fun fact, just throwing them out there. Fun, Harry Big. And we are also, <laughs> our last sponsor <laughs> is brought to you by the guys at Rival Inc. Do you run Rival Inc. on your bike? You uh, run Circo, I'm don't Circo you? Boy. I've run been Rival Circo bro. from day one. They've supported me from day one. Well, this is a shit ad. <laughs> <laughs> so we're also... Oh, hey, I'm Rival Link. We're all, yeah. I'm, I'm Rival Link. I'm full Rival Link. Uh, so we're also brought to you guys by Rival. Uh, there is a promo code. I wrote it down on my phone because I knew I'd forget it, which I just did. We don't did. care. It's Rival. We don't want to know about Mate. it. Uh, I've got a Circo <laughs> code if anyone was wondering. Who's podcast? It's, it's Circo. S-E-R-C-O. <laughs> and you'll, find, you'll be Type on. in Gypsy Tales for 15% off at Rival Inc. Harry. Mate, no one cares. So what are you doing? Speaking of no Mate, one okay, cares. Okay, so we are here at OzX Open. This is the third year it's running and this is my third year fourth, here at OzX Open. Fourth year actually. Is it the fourth, fourth year? Fourth year? Yeah. 
Nah, this is the third year. I don't know. This, I've never even been to mate, one. Mate, some people say I can't spell and count, but it's definitely the one, two, three, third year. Okay. <laughs> I'll take. You to three. That's good. I'll take Harry Bing's word for it. Oh, fair enough. Right I remember right. it because my favourite after parties of the year have been at Ozex Open. Wait, apparently um, Monster isn't doing like an official one this mate, year. Mate, I know where the after party is. Oh, if, with yeah. the, as soon as I got like here, uh, the first thing I said was, where, "Mate, where's the after party? I'm not." Gonna, I wasn't even going to book my flights if I didn't know where the after party was. But we're locked in and I've actually already got my wristband sorted and I'm ready for it. Oh, wait, can you hook me up? Yeah, I may not. Do you I've know got, anyone? I've, I've, I promised like at least 11 girls that I'd get them in. <laughs> if I have some few leftovers after that, I'll sort you out. I'm not going to give you what those girls are going to give you either, so that's fair. <laughs> mate, Here comes Jats on his... Mate, look, 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 look at him. Can, can we turn a camera around? This nah. is amazing. Oh, yes. Yeah. Look at him. He's coming in. Oh, he's coming in hot. He's coming in for the podcast. He's coming in. This guy also... This guy also... Has pretty blue eyes, yeah. and yeah, this guy right? has also hey? shaved his legs for the occasion. <laughs> What's with you races and shaving your legs? Every every single one of you have pretty blue eyes and shaved legs. Bro, Peak performance, hey, it's bro. It's a racing thing. Man, I'm telling you. Here I am. I have the dark brown eyes, hairy legs. Um, yeah, I don't so know. You're what doing I'm... it wrong, man. Or maybe. Oh, yeah, actually, <laughs> what what else that what else you've got is the best haircut on planet Earth get, right uh, now. Get your hat Lloyd, off. Second. Lloyd, off, Lloyd, right? get the hat off. Hat Lloyd. off. Hat off for the boys. Yeah. Yes, Lloyd. Now, don't let it fool you. Don't let it fool you. It is deadly. It is it deadly. Is deadly. <laughs> if, you, if you're a confident enough man to rock that, you can do anything. I mean, now, I didn't say there was going to be rain here this weekend, but I think conditions are going to be pretty moist. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking about, speaking about moist, we went out on a cruise yesterday, and I met a really nice lady friend, and she had... And your legs are smoother than hers. Yeah? Right? This is... Is this now turning into a Veet commercial? <laughs> <laughs> what do you use, Jats? Huh? What do you use on like those things? You know, I think hands, there's so like... I, I go with Dove myself. <laughs> okay, a bit dove. of a, a Dove. Is it Dove man or just Dove? Just Dove. Just straight Dove. Straight Dove. Straight Dove. <laughs> dove for the Dubs. <laughs> and did you bring that all the way from Cairns? Was that in carry-on? Yeah. Or? Yeah, does that yeah. go in the stowaway or does that go into uh, under you the You've got to explain what you're talking about. Oh, sorry, your ripstick. Well, everyone should know. Go, go get it. I bring actually, it over I actually didn't know it was called a ripstick. Transportation. The uh, ripstick. Yeah, I did not know it was called a ripstick. <laughs> How many of those do you reckon Jats has sold for real? I like, mean, I definitely know sales went through the roof here, last baby. year after I, after I got the first I really one. do yeah. feel like sales really feel of the like ripstick has gone up. Put them on the map. Yeah. So if anyone was wondering, um, Richardson over here is a—he sells these full time and he's a yeah. part-time supercross rider. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> hashtag Richo twenty on the ripstick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, twenty percent off. So Harry, what are you doing here tonight? I mean, I know what you're doing here, but like, what are you actually doing here? I'm here for the after party. Yeah, but before the after party, what will you be doing? Uh, so. I, I like to think that um, I'm, I like to ride dirt bikes for a living. That's what I try and tell people. And I pay my friends to go along with the story and it sounds pretty good at the time. Somehow they've let me out on the course on my dirt bike. So you might catch me out there doing a flip or two. And I'm just hoping my shoulder stays in because I've had some pretty severe shoulder dislocations recently. and uh, Very, very recently. I've di actually dislocated over 30 times now. 
and I'm hoping it's going to stay in while I'm pulling off my dirt bike that weighs double my body weight and uh, yeah, just hope my shoulder stays in when I'm upside down. When are you getting it fixed? I'm asking as a friend. I, I'm booked in for surgery on the 17th of December. I called my surgeon after X Games, after my bad crash out of X Games and I said, dude, my shoulder's wrecked. It took uh, an hour to get my shoulder back in. I had two green whistles and three medics pulling, three grown men pulling on my shoulder. Um, as hard as they could to get it back in um, and long story long couldn't put my shoulder couldn't bring my surgery back earlier so I'm just going on with my year and gonna keep doing tours and I need to get some duct tape on this thing before I get riding yeah it's actually insane how many times it's coming out I actually dislocated it uh, five days ago jogging hey, Jats, Jats have you ever done anything to your shoulder have you ever had a shoulder injury? He just got a phone match. Sorry, sorry. He just got a notification on his phone. It was a Tinder match. Oh, really? It was a Tinder match. I'm just going to take a little turn here. I've sent that video through to uh, to Ronnie Mack about that you the announcement you made before about the about the <laughs> knee braces. Anyway, he said pads. What the fuck? He hates he hates knee braces. They're like condoms. They take away the feel. <laughs> that's oh. what that's what Ronnie says. Amen, Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, cheers, Ronnie. Yeah. So right, anyway, right. he's looking for knee pads, not knee braces. Hey, I've never actually met anyone that wears knee pads. Oh, wait, you know Kevin Wyndham still wears knee pads, doesn't wear knee braces? So does Travis Pastrana, so does Cam Sinclair. A lot of the freestylers actually wear knee pads, which I find extremely ridiculous because <laughs> if you fall on your knees, you're screwed. What is that ridiculously loud music coming from? Ah, uh, the monster truck. That'd be DJ Bags. Yeah. Bags, get off it, DJ Bags. DJ Bags is really yeah. carrying hey, on. I down think there. even DJ Moot, Brooke Evers, has made an appearance out there. No as shit. Well. Oh, really? oh, Brookie. Yeah, huh? she was out on the boat yesterday. You're getting amongst it. I um, I also put on it. I may have um ended up. I got in a tricky situation yesterday where I was at the front of the boat with all my clothes off. <laughs> That's true. Oh, Did yeah. you see the photos? I didn't see the photos. <laughs> I'll show you right Can now. Can I have a look? Wait, pull that up to your face a bit closer, Holly. The full right, fruit right. salad. Yeah. Yeah, the that dingleberries were definitely right, it out. It was photoshopped, though. It was all photoshopped. Did it straight for the gram. Um, photoshopped. What else, what else is going on, Harry? I uh, just, uh, just... Full oh, yeah, there you are. <laughs> fully naked. The yep. full-time tour life. I uh, just came off a Nitro Circus tour two weeks ago. And I won two a drunk for the tour. Oh, good. Yeah, nice. Well done, bro. It's actually yeah. one of my most proud achievements yeah. I've ever got. I got a best FMXer and two a drunk in the same tour. Dude, you know what, though? Like, in all seriousness, it actually is pretty hard to be the best drunk on that tour. Oh, and there's a lot of oh, heavy hitters. Oh, stop it. Cameron Sinclair incoming. There's a lot of heavy hitters and... It's very intimidating. Speaking of heavy hitters, look, we're just surrounded by them. Yeah. Is that Damn, Shane Boyd as well? That's the Rosebud Rocket. That is, that <laughs> is the Rosebud Rocket. Enter the sand And J.O. Archer. Yeah. Stop it. It's all get happening. Get in here. J.O. looked like he ate it's Cam Sinclair. <laughs> I think J.O. ate full Cam. Star-studded field. Oh. oh, that's what's happening. There's a signing. Uh, there's a I signing they, going on right here. I thought they came for us. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. wow, look, we're really getting oh, the look, crowd. Look, everyone's coming out with us. I'm oh. actually meant to be at that signing, but I have priorities, and I know where I need to be. Yeah. Are, you in, are you in a bit of a situation? Uh, I'm all about the situation, and I love putting myself in tricky situations that I have to find, wriggle my way out of. 
Hey, can we do a swapsie? Can we get Jats here? Yep. Because we got we need a story. We got a story we got to tell yeah, Jats, between Jats and Get in, get in. Get in. I'm, subbing, I'm subbing you. You're subbing me. Yeah. Uh, Sam is going to go on the... It. He's going to go on the hunt for more talent for us. Yeah, I'd... Hang on. Ha- Harry, you stay put. I'd love to kick off this Harry, you stay put. You stay put there. Speaking of speaking of moot, there's a lot of there's a lot of great things to look at floating around it. Aussie. So yeah, bring that up to your face there, crackers. Yeah. Um, I, can, I have monster moot inside. Up there. Nah, closer, mate. Oh yeah, eat that shit. Yeah, baby. So Harry Bink, do you have memories of? So there's a rumor. <laughs> do you? Yeah, there's a rumor going around. Do you have memories of Jackson Richardson racing when I, you were a kid? I may have memories, he may not, but I do. Let's hear your, I want to hear your memories. I think we spoke about this on Australia Day. I did chew his ear off when we were on Australia Day and I'd... I'd been, uh, I was on a pretty good level and I was killing it. And I may have, uh, I was killing a, it. I may have put on my oxygen tanks and we went, I went a bit deep into the ocean. <laughs> and I, uh, I was like, I mean, I, I don't know if you remember, but back in 2006, Australian titles in Canberra ACT, we raced each other on 65s and I smoked ya. And he, and he looked at me and he's like... No, you didn't. He's like, what, what are you doing? Go home. And then Go I'm home, like, oh, no, actually what happened was you lapped me and I didn't qualify for the actual event. I didn't qualify. So were you and pretty shit as a moto racer? Because well, I was shit. <laughs> Wait, I was shit too. I was shit too. I'm not calling you out. Mate, I, I was... The, I, I tried the send it. I gave it me all, but I didn't... I just didn't have what it took. And I think Jackson got second that year at Australian titles and I didn't qualify. So... I think that speaks for itself. But look at you now. <laughs> yeah. Who got the last laugh? <laughs> Pretty sure he has gotten the As, last laugh. Because me, and Jats, me, have, me yeah. and Jats have spoken about this. Jats is, uh, look, he's won a couple of Supergross titles and all that, but he's not Harry Bink, is he? No. No, no. He's, he's bigger and better. So yeah. if you look at Australia, if you look at Australia as a as a podium board. I live on the Gold Coast. He lives up in Darwin. He's, 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 like, <laughs> he's way more, he's chilling. He's way more above me, higher oh, than me. Oh, look at this pelican that's he's coming probably in got a better. He's got better legs. Where is this signing? Isn't it just see, there? Pilko's stealing me. He's, he's blowing up. Mate, he's just jealous he's not in this podcast. No, nah, he can be in this he's podcast. He's upset that he's like, well, I didn't get an invite and he's trying to take didn't me out call. of the podcast. People have asked for Bilko on the podcast. I've got multiple DMs. Oh, he'll tell you a story. No, nah, that's why they want you, because they're like, Bilko will sit there and take this away himself. Yeah. You won't even have to ask him questions. Just put the microphone there. Man, me and Bilko, actually, I should get Bilko on just for like the funny, funny story. I crashed at Bilko's house. All right, so this is, this is a gypsy's tale if we want to tell one. So I rock up at Bilko's house. I rock up at LAX and then I get picked up and then the person that picks me up goes, where are you staying? And I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure I'm staying at my mate Bilko's house. Wasn't staying there, was I? And uh, so anyway, Cade Mosey was staying there. So I say to Cade, oi, can I crash with you guys tonight? I've ne- literally never been to America. And then just rock up at Bilko's, stay there for three days. <laughs> and then he's like... That's pretty rare, dude, because a lot of the Nitro guys try and stay at Bilko's when they're stuck in America. And he doesn't cut it. He's like, you're not staying. He just got gypsied hard, man. Just got yeah. just got fully, fully gypsied. <laughs> so, but um, I'll let him tell the story. But we had this kid come around, this little, little. Uh, uh, he would have been maybe like ten or eleven, and uh, he, Bilko gave him a full can of Monster, and he come back the next morning. It was like the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life, dude. It was so good. <laughs> so I, gyps- I gypsied Bilko hard. All right, all right. 
So that's the sign in there. So you're good. You're I not going to be late. I want to hear more about Jats. Yeah, so do you remember what? Harry from back then? Huh? Do you remember Harry back then? I can't say I did remember him. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually a little fat kid. He was. I was, actually, I was chunky as I was back actually in the day, kidding yes. next to him at the <laughs> Australian titles as well. And he was just this little fat kid on the fence. He was eating this packet of chips. I remember clear as day. Yeah. I'm like thinking, how can this kid just be so much quicker than me? Like, what's doing? And yeah. now look at him. He's probably he could probably go in the top ten Australian men's magazine. <laughs> yeah, he's a unit. <laughs> well, all right, I wouldn't R- go that far. Rigosaurus, right? I, 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 I would. I would. I'd take you in the room and turn the light off. Yeah. And just let's see. Let's just see. It. Just go with the flow. It's about the only place I look good, mate. It's with the lights <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Jats, where are you in the points right now, mate? Mate, right now, you know, it's been a bit of a struggle this year. I'm back in sixth. Sixth. Which is better than the start of the series. I actually started the series in tenth, which was rough. Real dog shit. Yeah. yeah. But uh, nah, I picked it up a bit as we went. And I'm um, six in the points now, so yeah, just see where we end up this weekend. Hopefully, I can put it at least in the top five in you, points after the weekend. You got some good memories of this uh, this little arena, Kudos Bank Arena for the Ozex Open. Yeah, this one's been good to me. This place, like me and uh, your old man, we we're just talking about it before. Every race we've done here, we've been on the podium. So, so nah, it'd be good to get another one. It'd be good to get a win. I've never won at this place before, so. Yeah, I'd be I'd be keen to do that for sure. We'll just see how we go. I feel like there's some energy that's going to come from Harry that's going to help you out. I feel like Mate, if you can I believe, feel like I'm just achieve. getting the energy off him just sitting here, and it's just it's going to put me over <laughs> you the can top. Smell it, you can yeah. smell it. I can, well, I can definitely smell it. That's for sure. <laughs> Mate, you don't you don't have to be here. You get to be here. <laughs> Mate, if you yeah. can believe, you can achieve, and. <laughs> Dream, believe, achieve. <laughs> I, th- I don't know if anyone is more a testament to that than Harry Bing. Yeah, nah. Talk about a dude that's just made his life exactly what he wanted it to be. Absolutely. I, I, it's just all about sucking the day's dick. Like, not being a frigid and going, I don't feel like doing that and making yourself do it. Mm. Mm. You just get out there and do it. He's yeah. a doer. <laughs> he just does it. I, you know, I'm probably too much of a doer when I probably shouldn't be doing when I, and I still keep doing what I should be doing. <laughs> you're one of those... Um, <laughs> you're one of those guys that's like a low-key uh, inspirational dude, though. Like, because you, you're not a guy that actually puts, oh, yeah. puts you, out shit like that. Like, you're not trying to inspire people, but there's something about the way you carry on that I think people actually do go, fuck yeah. It's because I don't forget... It's, it's purely not... I wouldn't go that far and deep, but it's just... I don't forget to have my monster energy every morning. I just wake up, crack the monster energy can, and that's just all I have to do. If I do that, I'm just, I'm just good. I'm set for the day. Swigging the on monster it. energy can takes over me. What's their, what's their slogan? Release the beast, yeah, unleash the beast. Unleash the beast. Yeah. There's a bit of a beast going on in old Harry Beast. I actually unleashed it yesterday. I don't know if you guys know, but <laughs> <laughs> we landed in a bit of a situation. What's the yeah. situation? Uh, just, I, I think we talked about it earlier when we were at the front just of the Just the boat. naked thing? Yeah, I think so. Just that. We'll just keep it at that, eh? That's not yeah. crazy. But I don't really you. want to talk about what happened when the sun went down. Are you feeling a bit dusty today? Mate, I, I'm actually just seasoned. I'm used to it. I'm used to just, it's a daily ritual. Yeah. I've, I've it's just a state of mind. to feel seedy all the time and just turn that into feeling normal and then here we are. Although in, uh, 
I did a media thing in freestyle this morning and I did three jumps and I was riding back to the jump, puffed out with arm pump and I'm like, fuck, this is not good. I'm like, three jumps and I had arm pump riding back. How does that happen? I, don't, I did a straight jump, came around, flipped and then came around and did some upright trick, I can't remember what it was and I was coming back and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm out of breath. What's the program for you for the actual event? Like how many jumps you got to do? Uh, I think we're just doing a demo, so we're just like filling like 10 minutes or something, and then we have a best trick comp tomorrow night. What are you gonna do? I actually can't let go of the handlebars. If I let go of the handlebars, um, my shoulder just comes out. Like if I try and throw a trick, so it's gonna be tricky. I'll probably try and do like a hill clicker to Superman backflip because I have to let go of the bars. Yeah. But I don't know. I like him sort of. I don't know. I don't want to test it too much because if my shoulder pops out when I'm upside down, I'm gonna put myself in a bit of a situation. Yeah, I don't want you. <laughs> I don't want you to do anything silly. Yeah, and I fly to Europe next week for the Nitro Circus tour. Smash that out. Come home. Shoulder reconstruction and go from living this crazy high life where I'm at an after party every third day and. Um, to just sitting on the couch. I'm gonna do the first two, minimum two months sober over Christmas and New Year's and all that. I'm gonna do the first two months sober, dedicated. And uh, yeah, just gotta learn how to do nothing and just chill. Do you know, like, are you gonna and do... I'm gonna probably have to take a few tips off this guy because he's been there, done that. I'm gonna <laughs> give you a compound word and that is Jats' advice and it is Fortnite. Yeah. Are you yeah. still hard on the Fortnite Firstly, program? Nah, man. Not since I started riding again. Nah, the Fortnite had to take a back seat. Quit, bring that, keep yeah. that real close. Oh, yeah. 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 Nah, Fortnite had to take a back seat, man. I haven't been on it all lately. Like, you, were, you were deep for a minute. Oh, I was in real deep. Remember when I was living with you guys, when I first got the shoulder up? I was spending <laughs> at least six hours a day on that thing. It was ridiculous. Man, no shit. Wow. Jats, would, Jats would be at ours at like, well, he'd either stay up really, really late at night to get like the early session of like the American mates that woke up. So he's doing like the one, two o'clock sessions at night. Or he's getting up at like four thirty-five to get to catch them before they go to bed. Yeah, so I was it was some really dedicated at one point to the Fortnite game. That's it was the, some vampire sure. shit that was going on to, <laughs> to, to play the Fortnite. Do you do you have video games? You don't do any of that shit. Yeah, like yeah, that's impressive. I actually don't even know. I thought you were talking about a Fortnite drinking program where you get fucked up every fortnight. And then like trying to catch the American, I'm like, you guys getting drunk over FaceTime? And then I <laughs> and then I clicked it, it was on the video game thing and I'm like, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually yeah, have I have never really played a video games ever. I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm not a big video I don't, I've never I don't have an Xbox or any of that stuff. I haven't actually watched normal TV in nearly four years or something. Like I just sit down and watched it like I just so you're not a big home and away if guy. I have time, if I have time to myself, I just walk um, 100 meters up the road to night jar and just hang out. Yeah, you got. Yeah, this, that's not a bad life to be living either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think you could give up video games for that. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a big video games person. But I reckon if I got injured, I'd probably have to do that because yeah. it is stimulating. I was actually thinking about uh, yeah investing in an Xbox or a, what do you call them? Xboxes these? A PlayStation? Yeah. What do you yeah. got, Jats? You got an Xbox? Eh? I got an Xbox One. Yeah. Okay. Xbox oh, One. I got a, I got the PS4 as well, so I got both. Wait, is an Shit. Xbox One? Is that? 
It's the latest one. That's oh, out. Sure. I was like, thought you were taking the piss or something. No, no, no. No, 360 is so like better? the older one. What's better? I don't know. Hey, they're both pretty much Wait, the same. Hey. What is there a game called COD or something? That game? Yeah, yeah, Call, Call of Duty. Is that still like in? in yeah, they just bought a Didn't new they one just out. Bring out a new one. It's yeah. like a copy of Fortnite. Pretty much, it's like they do the same sort of game format as it, but it's like. Because they yeah. like parachute in and shit, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. And it's like the map shrinks like every couple minutes and then like it's, yeah, it's last man standing sort of thing, yeah. Mental. That's Harry. That's you, bro. That's we need to get you on the Fortnite program, son. Yeah. What, what is actually Fortnite? I think it's just a game. Like, for what do you do? You just kill people. Oh, yeah, sick. Yeah, you just go and, you just go and, yeah. Grand Theft, if I'm going to kill people, I'm going to do on Grand Theft Auto. No, but they're not real people. I think in Fortnite, you're killing, like, real, like other players. So there's no, like, computer-generated. Uh, online stuff. But, yeah. Matt, I don't know. Grand Theft Auto probably does that. I'd probably just stick to Pornhub, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stick to safe, that. Safe bet. Safe bet. <laughs> Give the Brazzers a can of dust off. <laughs> you've, you've got options. Yeah. He's got a lot to work with. Are you still a Moto fan, Harry, of, like, racing and I, shit? Honestly, I, as soon as I got into freestyle, I, I'm going to answer this question completely honestly. I don't even follow my own sport. But because I travel so much, like, last year I had 90 days at home. So, yeah. And when I'm home, I'm so excited to be home and I get all toey and see me friends and get all whiskey throttle on the, on the night jar and stuff. So when it comes to under time, just to myself or watch the races or when we're traveling, doing shows and stuff, it's so hard to get somewhere to watch it. And after a while, you just sort of give up and get carried away on this tour life. And um, I try and follow it as much as I can. But when I before I started doing freestyle, I used to know every racer everything but now like in the supercross racing i could probably list the top five riders and i probably wouldn't even be able to i don't know like i just sort of just but and then i like all the boys at home and race and it's more just like a big family to me than anything rather yeah. than actually like a following it as, yeah, as a sport as, as much as i used to do um but in saying that i don't even if there's an x fighters round on or any freestyle event and i'm not there i don't watch it or follow it or pay any attention and if I'm trying to get better even like with freestyle I always just compete against myself I don't mm. try and watch other riders and go oh I need to like learn and watch how they do their stuff I just sort of do what I want to do and if I feel like man, being a mad dog and learning a new trick I'll just actually in saying that I'd whack off to every single one of Travis's DVDs yeah you do like Travis <laughs> yeah. you're a fan he's good like yeah. he's good some people believe in God, I believe in Travis Estrada. I think that's still like the best podcast line that we've had on, yeah. said on the show. Yeah, I'm a thruffer. Full fan girl. Yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot to be a fan of with that guy. Yeah. I don't know if any... I feel like every... Well, I mean, everybody at the stadium would know who he is. Yeah. Like, that's actually, that's pretty gnarly when you've got, like, a stadium... How many... I don't know how many that can hold. Probably, like, 20,000 people. Yeah, but for, like, 20,000 people to all know who a p one person is is pretty gnarly. Yeah. He's a celebrity for sure. <clears throat> Jats, what time are you got to ride, mate? I'm not up till seven, man. I got ages. What about practice and shit? Seven. What? I'm not up till seven, man. That's pretty crazy. Do you like that format? Like, only sort of having to um, ride a little bit? Like, the format the last few years where, like, it was hard because we'd race at night and then we'd race on the Sunday during the day. Oh, so, so the sleep like, would be jacked. Oh, yeah. It's, I get no sleep. So, like, I'm kind of bummed that it's, like, like pretty late. 
because like I'm probably not going to sleep tonight now. Now, yeah. Well, at least we race tomorrow night, so we got all. We can take it easy tomorrow morning, hang out for a bit, and then race tomorrow night. But um, yeah, I mean, it's not too bad, I guess. We get to hang out during the day today, just cruise, friggin' hang out with the fans, and you know, get amongst it. Get on the old potty too. Absolutely, Can't I mean, be mad at that. yeah. Um, get time to get on the potty, then you know that's always a big plus. It is, yeah. Look, <laughs> Harry's ditched the signing. We love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that signing's He's going ditched his signing. I've ditched mine. We're here. We're having a good time. I actually, oh, I've got a dude over here right behind us that has a I Love Mutt shirt on right now. The Harry, Who is that? The Harry Stink I Love Mutt shirt. He Harry just, Stink. He came up to me. Can and people just, buy them yet? Yeah, yeah, Can you plug them? He just came up and bought one off me. Uh, if you come and I'm selling them out the back, <laughs> out of the back trailer at unit. You're straight <laughs> slinging right now. No one knows that I have Bootleg been, merch. I think all the <laughs> merchandise stuff here, they uh, you need to have permits and stuff for it. So I'm just selling them to me. I don't I'm not trying to do it to make money. I just want to represent the, the I Love Mutt. Just mm. Keep it going. Keep 100%. the party going. Old Grant got on, I Lo- on that brown cardigan the other day. That was yeah. pretty solid, eh? I was all about that. Wait, the comment, though, does the Mutt love you? Yeah. I wanted to write back. Hashtag don't reckon. Hashtag the Mutt doesn't love you. I, I wanted to write back like, uh, yeah, you know, it kind of does. <laughs> Grant's the man. <laughs> no, Grant's, uh, yeah, anyways... He is the man. He is the man. I don't mind old Grady. He's, he's awesome. He's a lord. I love that kid to bits. Um, uh, on another subject, um, when I know I always get teased, paid out all the time. Whenever I'm going to go for a, whenever like in the Nitro Circus show, I'm going for a big trick and I f- get really nervous. I, sp- I just stretch and jump around like a spastic, do squats and get all like pumped up. And I'm like, oh, I'm about to do like front flip, double flip, whatever it is. And I like get all pumped up and I like literally just do leg lunges and squats and just try to get the blood flowing and like for you guys going into a race you guys are going to go to this high demand if marathon for, like that you put your body through this 20 minute half an hour of just going mental do you guys get on the cycle bikes before do you stretch heaps yeah like for you saying yeah, you're chilling, chilling around right now all day yeah and then you're gonna go and ride at seven what mm. talk us through your programs man especially ripstick well that's where the ripstick comes <laughs> yeah. it's like it's so, a, so i just went a for a transport. ripstick to get some lunch so you know the warm-up's been completed so that's and the then, lower limb you know my warm-up. second warm-up you know we're gonna get in the truck we're gonna put some good tunes on <laughs> yeah and then we're gonna get like a bit of a shuffle on in there that <laughs> loosens everything up you know it's all about having yeah. fun yeah that's it you yeah, hit a few coffees clutch on yeah clutch on <laughs> yeah, arm. yeah both arms get warmed up get a few fist pumps going you are yeah. one of a kind you are one you of a kind you are both one of a kind I like that yeah. for whatever reason this this new generation of people like yourself like yourself just fucking send it <laughs> yeah. like there's no real normal shit that, that's going on that uh, we used to I don't know, like it, I guess the 90s was like real loose and then all the 2000s got real serious and then now yeah. it's just like a full carry-on. Yeah, it feels like the 90s are kind of coming back in a way. I feel yeah. like, I mean, look at my haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Oakley. <Yeah. Lloyd. laughs> People are running bowl cuts and whatnot. I also got your mum some tickets for tonight. I got you a ticket. I don't know how many you needed, but I got. I think I got one or two. What for the after party? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna. You know what I said, girls. I didn't mean your mother. Yeah, he's, he's just he's just bragged about wrangling all these chicks for the after party. Oh, I got your mama ticket. Yeah, cheers, yeah. bro. 
No, that's not an after party. It was just general admission. Just general admission, yeah. To the stadium. Yeah, Gypsy Tales just doesn't have that kind of pool, you know. Uh, Need guys like Harry with some some legit, some uh, some. Mate, legit you don't want to know how I got these tickets. <laughs> what I did. That's, yeah. that's it. May have had to do with the boat. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. All right. All right. Love you, Harry. I'm glad. I'm glad we're doing this again. I appreciate the situation. Comfy couches, really. We got to give a just a cheeky shout out to Gumtree. These these yeah. weren't in our possession until about ten o'clock this morning. <laughs> hundred bucks. Hats off to them. Yeah, you really outdone yourself with these couches, dude. Mate. I spent a hundred dollars at lunch. I went to lunch and Bilko was in his gear and he didn't have his wallet on him. Classic. And, like, and he gets oh, to the bar. That's a gypsy move if he, I've ever seen. He's been man. hanging out with you too. Like. He has been. He's been. He's got some tips. Yeah, he's got he some gets tips to off the here. bar and he's like, "Harry, I need you to pay for your stuff." What not? So I ended up paying fifty dollars for hit mine and his food, and then he went to go put some money on the dogs, and he's like, "Oh crap! I don't have my wallet. Can I have some money off you?" <laughs> takes a pineapple out of me wallet. <laughs> he grabs me wallet, takes a pineapple out, and then um, and then yeah, I was a hundred dollars deep, and then you're just we're sitting on these mad dog couches for a hundred dollars. I was gonna throw them away, like I was just gonna chuck them out after this, but I actually think that. They're gonna stay. They're gonna become a thing now. I feel like they do need to come home with you. Yeah. Definitely. We're, yeah. we're, gonna, we're going all Navy yeah. Seal on this bitch. From <laughs> leaving no man behind. Wait, Lizzie's just put the foot down. She reckons, nah, the couch is not coming home. <laughs> uh, the caster couch. We got to keep the caster Maybe couch, right? Tell you yeah. what, we might move this into my race rig over there, so I can get a nap on this thing later on. Oh, like, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked with that idea. Oh, righto. Bilko firing up the eagle. <laughs> oh, I hope everyone at home. Ronnie's there? Yeah, Ronald. So, uh, we might get Ronald on the podcast. Yeah, I think he's still looking for his knee braces. Knee, knee pads. pads. Bilko, what's knee going on, mate? Pads. <laughs> Bilko, you got any spare knee pads? What's that? Yeah, we're on, mate. No, you, you're allowed to interrupt. Tell us a story. <laughs> Tell, yeah, just quick Tell stop. us about I'm, how you won heaps of money on I'm, the lunch. I'm, oh, yeah, I won a bet on the dish lickers. I won a bit of money on the dogs today at the pub. It's pretty good. But I'll be at Gypsy Tales sometime soon, but right now I've got to practice. See you later. You don't need to Ava. practice. Oh, you got it. You don't need to practice. Well, I've got three tricks to practice. <laughs> the 360 oh, yeah. King. Yeah, you got to ride pretty soon. Yeah, what time have you got to go? Uh, I have to go in about seven minutes you're the kind of guy that they move programs around for though right? <laughs> mate, <laughs> like, you've said you've you've really fluffed up my ego this podcast you've probably told me a fair bit of stuff that i probably i don't know but i think you i think you're crossing the line now now <laughs> i just think you're taking the piss <laughs> <laughs> nah everyone knows i'm a fan of old harry <laughs> mick sinclair you next you coming on uh, yeah he's got a deadly beard last time i seen him his face looked like a baby's bottom yeah, old up, old Mickey's. Um, look, he's been around and he looks better than ever. Yeah. He's been around a while. B E A Jats, what's in store for tonight, mate? Is it what's the format? He told you he's gonna get top. We just got practiced and qualifying tonight. Is there no racing tonight? Nah, there's no. Oh, there is like a last chance qualifier thing, I believe, for like. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, I don't have to go through that one. So no, nah, I don't think you. Will. Yeah, I just want to qualify and go home, have a nap. Mm. 
have a, and then have a snooze. Come out swinging tomorrow. So oh, I thought it was two nights. So they're not doing the nah, two nights. Nah, then. no um, two nights of racing this year. Yeah, it's just a one full day tomorrow. I probably should know this. Yeah, you obviously haven't had your ear to the ground on this one. Nah, but you? see, I've been busy. Like, look, mate, we didn't have couches. Yeah, you know, you're, like, busy on couches. you're always fairly busy. Well, yeah. I've got a lot on. Yeah. Yeah, you've been pretty flat out, eh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, flat yeah, stick. Look, look, I just like to be surprised. That's what it is. That's it, yeah. I'm just like, oh, that's happening tonight. Oh, yeah. I got it. Yeah, hey, guys. Do you guys remember when we got a photo earlier? <laughs> yeah, killing it. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? Oh, you, did you tag me in it? Okay, just slide into my DMs. At, at Harry uh, Bink. He's got a blue tick. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> the one? No. Abs- <laughs> absolute yeah. animal. Right, Jats, right. where were you on that one, bro? You're single, right? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm I'm just sort of like taking the uh, Tinder and the Bumble route. Oh, that's uh, the <laughs> that's way I'm boring. going. That's boring. Let's be honest. That's Tried it. and tested. It's terrible. Yeah. As much as I want to support it, it's it's terrible. It's the biggest waste of time. What's that, Bumble and Tinder? Oh, it's disgusting. You just like to do it face to face, eh? Just, oh, pull, just straight just pulling walk them out. Straight just. up and go. I'd like to land you in my situation, <laughs> and they just I'll be all so about that's it. That's how it works, eh? Oh, you just go. How Obviously, are you I got to follow this ladder around with the notepad. Is what how you sounds doing? like I got to do. I think Why it doesn't hold. Uh, don't you have to follow old Rich around as well? Hasn't Richie been killing it? You know, I've been on a pretty solid run lately. You have. Yeah, I have you been. Have. Having, right. I've yeah, been having yeah. a solid crack lately. Yeah. Look at his legs. Yeah. How could you say no to them? Well, you know, that's it. That's the secret <laughs> to the success, right there. Yeah. Uh, oh, apparently, we got a ride. We're on. We're doing. Nah, stuff. you're right. Thanks, Bill. Bilko wants to challenge me in a best trick contest. Yeah. I mean, his cliffhangers are definitely on point as of late, as we saw at the uh, the shop. <laughs> The oh, shop advertiser. Bilko's squeezing out a nugget. <laughs> <laughs> old, uh, old Billy still just busts out that 360, which is pretty oh, impressive. Yeah. He's got it on lock, doesn't yeah, like, he? It's yeah. like cracking a fried egg for breakfast. He's like, yeah, at IHOP, just pancaking. Cheers. Yeah. Right on, mate. you gotta, you got to practice. Yeah. Do you need to practice? I don't. I don't need to. <laughs> actively, actively making up his mind as to whether or not he'll go I don't practice. need to, but I'm gonna just because I haven't. I've uh, to. I haven't. I have. I had like one ride in the last month, so I probably should. And that was X Games. Oh, I crashed at X Games. Fuck you, crashed at X Games. Uh, that was a real crash. I just ran out of talent. You know, sometimes some days it just gets you, and you run out of talent. And that was just one of them days. It was just a bit of a, uh, it was a bit unfortunate with the, with the old landing ramp situation. It's yeah, a, it, the, but the that's court, no one's fault, obviously. No, it's no like, one's fault. We we're just trying to make dreams come true in sketchy conditions, and you get that on the big jobs, and sometimes it just gets the best of you. Amen. Well, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, yeah, because we we went there and it was even like we were supposed to do the podcast and stuff there, and it was just. The whole that whole situation was just gnarly because everyone was on standby. No one really knew mm. what was going on. The jumps, the track, the whole deal. Yeah, it wasn't the situation I was after. Wait, there's like all the big security guards around Ron because he's doing like the fender cut thing live right now, right next to us. Yeah. Uh, Do you reckon he trained after that 
hit he took last year? Dude, that, Have we seen, like, do you reckon we've maybe seen, like, a year of Ronnie Mack just getting fucking jacked? That hit messed him up, man. His ankle nearly got fused. He didn't know where he was for, like, three months. Like, that messed him up. I'm sorry, three weeks. Really? It was three weeks of him waking up not knowing what happened. <laughs> it ate him. And people thought that it was just, oh, did he mean to do that? <laughs> people were questioning him as a part of the act. I'm like... There's no act when it comes to that running. That was the worst case I've ever seen anyone do on that Nitro Circus landing. And Oh, like, yeah, that. He came to a dead stop. Yeah, man. that, he because his foot's like proper fucked. Yeah, he's he, everything. I, I think he's still not all there. Really? He's, yeah, he, when you talk to him, he's in blazer land. And like, dude, do you remember hanging out at Ozex Open last year? And he goes, hi, I'm Ronnie. I'm like, yeah, nah, all right, all right. Is that just from a head knock or is that just too many blue ribbons? Yeah. It could be a combination <laughs> could of could be. I don't think the blue ribbons would be helping it. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to do practice, boys. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure and uh, I appreciate the situation. As always, Harry. No You're worries, welcome. Lad. You're welcome anytime. Love you, mate. Go practice. You don't need it, but do it anyway. I love Moot too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just me and you, Jats. We're here, mate. We're back. We're doing it. Tell it's me a story. Done. A story? Far out. There hasn't been much going on lately. It's just been non-stop dirt bike riding. That's about it. Can we um, can we please put a bit of a call out on the podcast for people to help Jackson race Supercross in New Zealand? Yeah, that's the plan right now. Right now, we're in the works, trying to get a bike sorted out over there so I can... Like, right now, just going to take my suspension and all that over and race. But, um, yeah, we're in the works right now. Hopefully, we can pull something off. But, uh, yeah, hopefully in two weeks, I'll be over in NZ getting amongst it. So, people that listen to the podcast, you have the unique opportunity, the unique, rare opportunity to sponsor the two-time champion a trip to New Zealand. So, we're going to try and use our our gypsy tales connections to get you there yeah that's it i think we need to make it happen what I bike what, what what bike do you want to ride man big ronda Honda you want to ride the big ronda yeah that's it that's the only bike i can ride right now because i got super cross suspension for it Ooh, okay so that'll yeah. be the the 450 debut have you ever yeah. done a 450 supercross no i haven't i haven't i haven't raced a 450 at all like definitely not professionally so so yeah, this will be a first. This will be the debut, if you call it. If yeah. you will. If you will, yes. So what would it take to get you there? Right now, really, I just need, I just need a bike. That's about it. So yeah. everything else is in. So if we've got any but listeners, we're looking to lock a bike in by the end of this week, hopefully. Yeah, right. And then we'll be all situated, and yeah, we'll be good to go. All right, sweet. And then, how long are you going to spend over there? Um, just like. We'll get over there like Wednesday, Thursday, and then like do the race, which is on Saturday over there, I believe. Yeah. And then like we'll probably be out Sunday or Monday. I uh, I'm actually gonna uh, go over for like a couple of days after and stay at Townley's. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be rad. If you can. I mean, I may just have to extend the trip a little longer if that's the case. You know, BT far out. You know, can't can't push that aside because you BT's did the man you did some uh training with him at the start of the year right yeah we did like a training camp with bt at the start of the year which was cool like i'd never i'd never met bt before so like it was cool to like get to know him and then obviously to get coached by him that was a real cool experience and like 
I mean, you know, from hanging out with him, he's just such a cool dude, and, you know, it was good. Got to have a lot of laughs with him in that week that I had with him, so, yeah, it was rad. He, uh, like, back when he was doing the, obviously, his, like, peak of his career, he was living at the Carmichael farm, and if you're going to get on in that world, then you have to be able to talk mad shit. Yeah. And BT has a degree in talking mad shit, right? Yeah. 100% he does. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh yeah, he was good to be around, that's for sure. It de- it kept things exciting and good. I think the best comment he made to me after that whole week that we spent together is that he said that I need to have a a camera crew following me around at all times. <laughs> just from the shenanigans that i get up to and like you know me i'm just always talking smack 24 7 so you know i was getting along good with him by the end of the week that's for sure and then you guys both had todd there to aim at too which is good oh definitely the triple b as we like to call him he what's the triple b stand for big burn blower the big burn blower which bt actually gave toddy a few years ago when bt was racing out here full time and yeah, and obviously he's held true to that nickname because he's still blowing every single corner out to this day. He does like to steer with the rear wheel, old Todd. Old Toddy, and I tell you what, he was trying... The first two days we were there, he was completely focused on changing the technique and was, like, <laughs> smooth everywhere. And then we decided... Then BT's like, okay, we're going to do sections and we're going to time them so the stopwatch come out. And then Toddy, the full technique of being smooth just went out the window. Man, he was topsoiling the neighbor's lawn with the (laughs) amount of roost he was throwing off Big Ronda. It was insane. And it's a seven-acre property. Yeah, it's a seven-acre property. (laughs) Don't know how he was doing it, but he did it. And then I have to come around on the little stock 250 at the time, and I'm just going, like, far out, mate. Like, come on. Lap times are, like, three seconds off him, so, you know. and then You can't really argue at that point. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, old, definitely not. Old Toddy, he had a rough year in the GPs, poor bugger. Poor guy, yeah. He did have a he did have a tough go at it, but I mean, you know what? I think he's gonna come back stronger next year. I believe he's doing the AMAs again. Yeah, or like yeah, yeah. he's gonna do, do the AMAs he like he originally do, yeah. planned. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, it was a rough year for him. I mean, same here, it's been a rough year for me as well. Things just haven't gone to plan, but you know. Just got to keep on keeping on. What, um, so with your injury and then obviously you were living with us when Mm -hmm. you were doing the recovery. So it's like, I could see firsthand the effort you put into the recovery. And then what was it? Two weeks before the season that you started riding? Uh, Sorry. Oh yeah. That I got back on the bike. Yeah. It was like a little over two weeks. I didn't start super cross till like two weeks or like a week and a half before the first round so yeah i had really limited time which was like i mean i when i first got my surgery done i had i thought there was going to be no chance of me lining up at round one yeah and like um competing so like as we got closer i was thinking like the rehab was going really well and i was like oh shoot like we could make it yet like it's feeling pretty good we just got to keep going with it and made we made it to the first round but um yeah you know the preparation wasn't really great but um but like yeah we've just been sticking to it like me and the old boy and my dad up home we just you know been grinding hard and just like keeping at it 
and just getting time on the bike and just trying to get back to speed where I know I can be. It's got to be um, hard, though, when it comes to, like... Because, like, physically, you know, you can know your shoulders better, like, from what mm. the doctors say, and then you ride and you're not getting tired and your fitness is coming back. But, like, how hard is it to mentally go fast again? And then, like, when you're in that first corner situation... Yeah. ...and you're in the first lap situation, like, that stuff's got to take a little bit, right? Yeah, well, that was the big thing, was I was actually, before the first round, I was feeling all right. I felt like my speed was okay. And even at the race, it wasn't too bad. But actually getting in a race situation, especially like with the field we got this year, because everyone has just stepped it up and we got a lot of fast guys over from the States here as well. Just everyone is going so fast and I just didn't know what to do. Like definitely with the first two rounds, these last two I've started getting getting a hold of it a bit more and like really attacking a lot harder and like being more aggressive but yeah the first two rounds especially like i was just a fish out of water it felt like Mm. it yeah it felt like i was going nowhere so like we picked it up a bit and um we've had a bit of time between adelaide and um this round so been working hard so yeah hopefully i can yeah at least get on the podium this weekend that'd be the goal yeah, but it, I think, like, people sometimes look past all that, eh? Like, yeah. the, the mental side of it, like... Yeah, and even, absolutely. like, you probably thought that it would be easier than what it was. And, like, because you've come back from injuries before. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, definitely. This isn't the first injury I've come back from. But, um, yeah, like, I think the timing of it all, like, when it happened, I didn't think I was going to be back. And then I made it back somehow. And I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, like, we're here now and um yeah it's just yeah like starting starting behind the field this year like it was definitely going to be a mission to come back from but um you know i haven't been trying to think about that a whole lot i mean especially this weekend like we're out of the championship and everything so really it's just try to get the best result we can but i mean for me like it was pretty big to like make it through this season especially like having the year that i had like to come back from it and make it back and like get through this series it's been like a pretty big feat yeah yeah have you got any plans locked in at all for next year or no not right now no i'm looking around for stuff but um but yeah nothing's locked in yet so like i'm really just like trying to negotiate some stuff and yeah see where we end up for next year all right so let's talk about the the big the big dog class for this weekend for yeah. I guess it'd be tomorrow night's racing yeah who we got and what are you thinking I mean for the field this weekend it's definitely hard to go past El Hombre you Me, got you got the Hombre I got the Hombre in for the win yeah I've like he's my lock in I'd love to see my boy Dino get up there and get a win but you know I mean like He's been he's been looking good. He looks good on the grand. That's the only place where I've seen him ride lately. I haven't seen him ride in person yet. Oh, uh, I really want a, I really want Earl to come and race a Supercross. Yeah, I was actually kind of bummed that Earl didn't make it out. Like, I mean, could you imagine yeah. an Earl and Ronnie showdown? An Earl and Ronnie showdown. That would be the move. Yeah, that think would about, be the go. Think about the ticket. You'd be able to sell this place three nights out in a row. Yeah, I mean, it'd pretty much be like bigger than Khabib. Connor, <laughs> I feel Connor. like, yeah, it'd be a bigger showdown than that. Hundred percent, hundred percent, yeah, yeah. No, it's crazy when you think about the the talent that the 450 class has for like this particular weekend. Like you got 
Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, Chad Reed. Honestly, like Chad's been putting in work. Like he has. There's been a he lot. Has, and he's been, been looking good too on the season. He does Suzy. look good. Yeah, he, he looked good. I went and watched like the first little media session at ten, and he looked really good. Yeah. Like old school Chad. He's looking comfortable. Brayton's the champ, champ. Champ, champ. Yeah. And then you got Maddie, who's been killing it as well. Yeah. This year, then you got Cloudy who's been killing it as well. Definitely. Like, definitely. Cloudy's been my surprise packet for this year. Cloudy and Jay Wilson. Oh, yeah. 100% for sure. Those two have definitely stepped it up big time this year. Jay especially, I feel like. And Jay's definitely been super consistent. And I've definitely seen at some rounds this year where something's happened to him. It's like where you think, shoot, we'll see if he recovers yeah, from this. this. And he comes back. It, yeah. And he recovers. And he recovers, and yeah, he's and like he's in a good championship position this year, which is good for him. Like he puts in, he's obviously been putting in the work, and the team's got everything um, happening for him. Yeah, it's good to see. Yeah, and then you got Cloudy, who he's he's pretty much had like a rough couple of years with injuries, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had a tough go of it the last couple of years with injuries. Yeah. So then he comes back, and like for me, this is like really. Like he was on the four fifty. Sorry, mm. he was on the four fifty a uh, couple years ago when he was on like the Honda team and stuff. But I feel like this is like the legit debut year for Cloudy on the four fifty, where he's like really making his presence felt. Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah, it seems like he's been gelling good with the Kato this year, and like it definitely shows. Like he's got blazing quick speed. Yeah, yeah. So no, nah, Cloudy's definitely stepped it up a lot this year for sure. Yeah. Big time. Well, bloody, where is everyone? Where's old Sambo? We need to get Sam back on. Sambo looks like he's taken off by the looks of it. I'm going to text him. Yeah. So what else have you got going on, mate? Mate, not much right now. I actually shot down on the rip surf to get some lunch, and I got and I got some Thai with me that I haven't eaten yet. So do you want to get into it? Can you, do, you oh. want, do you want some nobbies, actually? Do you want to race in some new nobbies? I would love to race in some new nobbies, eh? Because I don't have an underwear sponsorship. Slick Rick has yeah. hooked it up. How do they go with skid marks, these things? Do they come out pretty good? Mate, yeah. they wash out. Mine constantly have skid marks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like myself. No, nah, yeah. Ricky just said, as if you'd know, I don't wash anything. Come on. <laughs> what are you talking about? What pairs you got here? What have we got, actually? Uh, I got a pair of these. They're pretty solid. What are these ones? Why are they in Trail a different Yeah, Here, this is how they come. They're, they're T-shirts. Oh, that's a shirt. Yeah, they're T-shirts. Oh. We're going we're gonna to do a live unboxing. You, yeah. you know those YouTube live unboxings? Yeah. <laughs> we're doing one of them. <laughs> yep. This is what you get when you subscribe to Nobby. You get these little bad boys. You get one pair every month. It's 20 bucks a month. Oh, how do you like things that, are looking mate? Fresh. Feel the material. Oh, imagine this just holding the freaking the, the twig sh- and berries together, holding the shaft together. Oh like, yeah, and uh-huh. it would, and it feels like it could breathe really good. It does, and you know what? <laughs> On the sly, I don't think this is something they advertise. I wear them bitches for three days in a row without washing them. They don't even smell. 
this is my type of product then because <laughs> I don't tell- wash anything. Wait, I'm telling <laughs> you, like, I actually, I text Rob the owner and I was like, wait, is there like some kind of like weird material that you guys use that like doesn't smell? And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's this like antibacterial, this, this and this. And uh, I was like, cool, man, because I just don't wash this shit, hey. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't know if that's like a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> he's like, wouldn't recommend doing that, man. Yeah, man, you should wash your undies. I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's been working for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. so good. You got to do what you got to do. Well, have you got to go eat? You got to go do some stuff? Yeah, I should probably get back and, um, yeah, eat this delicious Patsy U that is probably going to go cold in a little bit. Patsy so. U is actually my favourite. I had that last night. Oh, it is delicious. It's the only way to go if you're going to a Thai restaurant. 100%. 100%. Jackson Richardson, as always, brother, thanks for coming on, mate. Yeah, it's been real. It's been fun. But it hasn't been real fun. It hasn't been real fun, man. <laughs> nah. Always right. a pleasure, mate. Good luck I'll tonight, mate. Thanks, bud. No worries, boss. Racing your new lucky undies just like that we're all alone on the couch uh jats is rip sticking off i've just text sam uh oh he's bloody he's jats is straight into the autograph line um what's that yeah ronnie will come on when he's ready i don't man the line that ronnie has got right now is crazy it's literally signing pbr cans for children it's the best thing ever um Righto, so yeah, so like Jat said, tonight is the uh, Oz X Open. They're just doing like practice and that, which I didn't know. I probably should have looked into all that. But you know what? I like to be surprised. I've just texted Sam, and if Sam does not come on um, in this next little bit, then we might just shut down this live thing until we get some more people. We are. We're doing this mainly uh, as like a tomorrow morning thing. Um, we're going to have like a big show, a lot of the big heavy hitters, but we just wanted to do a little bit of a, a little bit of a muck around test this afternoon. Uh, got pretty lucky getting Harry and Jats on, um, and obviously Sam, which I'm trying to get back on. I might just call him actually. That normally works. Alright, he's replied. We could be on here. We could be on. What's happening, mate? Yeah, absolutely. How are you? It's going down. What's up? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. I'll, I'll, um, yeah, I'll grab one for you after. What size are you? XL. XL, righto. Yeah, they're in my car. Sick. I love Harry's honesty about his merch. I think Sam's on his way back, guys, so we'll just, uh, we'll just stick it out. Oh, bags is going off over here. <laughs> <laughs> Might just actually check in on the YouTube while I'm here. Dayton, come on the podcast. <laughs> How are you, bro? Take a seat, Dayton. Yeah, these over here. Oh, do you want to jump on that one? Actually, go jump on that bad boy. I'll turn it back up. It's just an easier angle. 
just with uh, just with Wes. Oh really? That's where we flew out. Oh, for straight rhythm. Bring that yeah. like bad boy like way up close no, to your well, face. No, we were, we were with him for um, for straight rhythm. Yeah, and sick. Then, um, but he he came out and uh, we were with him for a couple of days right before we right before we flew out here actually. Yeah, nice. Oh, bring that way close. Right there. Is that a little bit better? Yeah, they they got to be like super close so they don't. They just practically like it's a fucking popsicle. Yeah, basically. <laughs> just got, I get I get used to like it just being on my beard. <laughs> um, so how long are you boys out here for? Um, yeah, we got in yesterday morning and uh, we're staying all the way through the Auckland round. Um, oh, I didn't the 24th. know that. So yeah, they were gonna fly us back and forth and. Um, Fuck we thought, all we that. thought that was a waste of time and money. Yeah. Um, so we're like, we'll we'll, we'll hang and um, do a little bit of extra content while, while we're here. And so we're in Sydney till uh, next Thursday, the 15th. And yeah. We go over to Auckland and we're there for like a week. Oh, a little over really? a week before the uh, the Auckland event. Ronnie takes um, NZ. Yeah, we're going to, um, we've been going back and forth with BT. Oh, and, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some fun stuff planned with yeah, him. Yeah, so. sweet. Yeah, we're going uh, over to Auckland. Um, for the Supercross and then staying and we're going to go to BT's for like a few days and okay. do, we're trying to do a podcast with him and Ryan yeah, yeah, yeah. and like talk about the 07 season yeah, that oh, they yeah. like and like watch footage yep. oh yeah the, the, um, do you remember watching that? I do actually I remember uh, I was I think I just graduated high, I was living in Colorado and I went to the, the Lakewood round Really? Um, and I, yeah, I specifically remember both of those guys just battling it out. Just, I feel like Ryan, like that was when Ryan was, I mean, he would ride the outsides of the track and just never let off of that bike. Dude, you know what's crazy too? Like, I don't know, I don't know if like it does show it on TV or not, but that Lakewood track, like when you rail the outsides, mm-hmm. it's actually raised up mm-hmm. like a couple of feet. Yeah. Like the whole track's yeah. right. Ra- yep. That's like super sketchy. There's so eh? much elevation on that track that you don't get from um, from, from the TV. Watching it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Did you grow up in Colorado? Uh, I did. I, I grew up in um, in Boulder. I didn't know so, that. Yeah, I was born in Oki, and then. Uh, okay, so I thought you were from yeah. from Oki, but yep. then I didn't. Then so, I thought that you always were there. Yeah, I was in Colorado for like. 16 years and then um after after college i got a job at motosport.com um so i moved up to oregon and i was there for for three years and then um yeah kind of did did my time there and and stepped away and kind of started just doing my own my own stuff yeah um so when did you so all right so dayton is a filmer and what else are you you got a lot Um, of titles these days you gotta give people a little bit of everything um yeah that's that's my background um you know i was a um, content manager there at, at motosport.com for for three years and we did everything from i mean some of their national commercial spots to um just the product videos um a lot of the web content we were doing tons of web series at that at the, um, during that time yeah and um yeah then i kind of stepped away from there had an opportunity um to help start uh ride365.com with my old boss from motosport um so it's another on time online retailer and then uh, me and Brett Q had also been just developing like our own gear, yeah. Um, kind of while we were at Motorsport, so uh, stepping away from that allowed us to uh, fully, um, you know, kind of fulfill that and work on that. And we're we're still going with that. Um, and then obviously I'm uh, heavily involved with uh, with the Ronnie stuff. Um, Ron Ron's my business partner, unfortunately. When I did guess. you meet that idiot? Um, man uh, do you remember when you first met ron yeah it was uh 
it was out at out at Trey's um, there in, in Shawnee. Because he used to smoke Trey, right? Yeah. Like like smoke Trey. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, it was shoot. That probably would have been in. It's been ten years. Really? So you've known Ronnie that long? It's been ten ten long years of Ron. Fuck, that's <laughs> way too long, man. <laughs> it's been uh, it's been fun though. He uh, he keeps it interesting, and um, he uh, sometimes you hold your breath. You're not really sure what's gonna happen. <laughs> but I think that's the that's the appeal a lot of times. So, well, I mean, you got to think about like it's pretty insane what he's done since he decided to like, go public. Yep. And because I mean, we all knew Ronnie before he had Instagram. Yep. As yep. like, because he, he's been doing this shit his whole life. Yep. Well, so a lot of people what what they don't know is Ron made where Ron first came out to the public. Um, you know he. He made a MySpace page. Really? Um, that's that's where he, he first existed on on MySpace. I so never knew that. That that shows you how dated and old it is. Um, there's probably a lot of people that'll listen to that and won't even know what MySpace is. <laughs> so Ron was on MySpace. Yeah. Was was he in your top eight? Um, no, he was not. <laughs> I steered clear of that. <laughs> so but, um, yeah. So then I got got involved with the Ron stuff, and um, we've been working on quite a bit of projects um you know in and out the last few years with with some of the ron stuff and um with wes specifically Mm. um we've kind of brought wes in as as any sort of anytime we're doing any production with with ron i mean wes is wes kind of steps in and works directly with us and um yeah we kind of had a go at at a a larger project earlier this year um with the motocross and nations that Obviously, it didn't didn't work out um, the way that that, that was we a wanted. massive bummer. Yeah, it was, and I'm not even gonna sit here and yeah. it just it just didn't work out. Uh, there's a lot of lot of reasons, and um, yeah, it just it just didn't work out, and uh, so we're we're kind of taking taking that and running with it. I guess we our our goal with that we we were making a full full length doco, um, and we had already started filming. I mean, we had. We had hired actors we were working with, and um, I've heard one of the characters is like insanely good. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's funny, and um, we're continuing to work with his name's Gunther, Gunther Riggs. Um, we're continuing to work with him, and uh, yeah, we're we're not gonna let that go. We're still working on some kind of longer format, yeah, um, content with them, and putting together some some shorts and some pilots, and um, yeah, just trying trying to see what we can do with it. I think it's kind of like. I'd compare it to, um, you know, Trailer Park Boys meets meets Kenny Powers. It's like if Kenny could could actually play baseball, sort of. <laughs> deal. Um, so yeah, we're having fun with it, and um, we'll see see where it goes. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can we can keep at it and and you know complete our our goal that we set out to to do initially, which was make a you know a full length doco with with um, you know kind of the the story of Ronnie Mack. Yeah, it needs to be told. So, yeah. The real story of Ronnie Mack needs to be told. Yeah. There's people that want to watch that shit. <laughs> yeah. What, so, what do you think um what do you think of this uh this event cuz this is the, yeah. your, your second time coming now? Yeah, we um last year when we came over here, man, it was we were just blown away like how just just amped everybody was over here. Not even not even just on on Ron and how excited they were just just on I mean the fans here and how enthusiastic and involved I mean it's it's the middle of the day on on Friday um, you know you think people would be at work and this place is already packed um, so that that says something about just the uh, 
I guess the enthusiasm for for the sport here in Oz and um, yeah you guys are a hell of a lot of fun so we were we were ecstatic to come back again and then not only come back here but um, extend the trip and, and get to go over to, to Auckland New Zealand so did it surprise you when you guys came here last year just how much or like how well received Ron was yeah we we had no clue what we were walking into we were I mean we were oblivious to it, it it's kind of one of those things when, and when you're around it a lot it's just like oh god this this guy again like sometimes you just shake your head yeah. and um but it's it's refreshing sometimes to see uh how excited other people get and um sometimes when you do step back and I, I i look at that guy and i'm just like where does he come up with this stuff he's talking about like he, it's insane he, he never never turns off he's just always always rambling about something and um yeah he's you, just you, a grosser version of Bilko. you can't help but <laughs> laugh yeah and um so so yeah we, we've been having a blast uh blast here in, in oz and in sydney and um yeah the 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 boys have have taken great great care i mean of all the riders that they bring in they they make a point to to not i think riders are so used to coming in and racing and they don't even see the outside of their hotel rooms a lot of times yeah and um it's really cool how much effort they put into showing these guys around the city and you know taking them out on 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 a boat in the harbor and showing them um, the opera house and just really giving them a chance to appreciate um you know traveling the world and racing a dirt bike I, I i hear that more and more from a lot of the american guys that that do come over here they just um they're super grateful for that and it's really 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 cool to see because um, you see what those guys go through week in and week out in the states and um it's cool to see them come over here and just be able to enjoy themselves yeah um, so that, that's been like one of the really really cool things to um to see coming over here well i think australia is like i mean i've done the uh, the off-season races in like switzerland and and um the france the pat bursey one and all that and like it is hard like it's winter mm-hmm. you don't know the language you mm-hmm. don't really know a lot of the spots like and yeah man like we literally were at the either in the fucking lobby bar mm-hmm. or at the track yeah or at the airport and yeah. then with you guys <clears throat> i think australia obviously you get here and it's summer so it's like a good escape from exactly like the winter over there yeah. but then yeah. it's like everyone speaks the same language it kind of feels the same but different mm-hmm. so like i feel even though just sucks the flights pretty brutal but (laughs) if you do the two-week thing like you guys are doing then it really isn't that bad at all yeah yeah i mean we were we're we're, we flew in yesterday morning and yeah we're we're good i mean we're we're over the jet lag so it's sure my my camera's still behind me oh yeah you're good you're good (laughs) safe as houses yeah (laughs) um are you are you riding much these days you or just man i uh i'd say I'll, i'll be lucky to get on a dirt bike three or four times a year um i have been been uh able to ride quite a bit of mountain bikes though oh um, really so yeah yeah right staying staying on two wheels and thrashing myself self still and getting hurt so that's what it's all about <laughs> fuck yeah you definitely don't miss that i've i haven't rode in ages dude i mean actually actively trying to make a point to not, yeah. not get hurt well and it's like i mean just with everybody in the industry it's like every time you do go to the track you're working so yeah exactly (laughs) people are like oh you must ride all the time dude it's it's (laughs) crazy though like i just still haven't really been able to shake like watching every race 
Yeah. Like, do you still watch every race pretty much? Yeah, I, I will say, yeah. I mean, it's hard to shake, man. Yeah. And it's just like you're. I, I did kind of I, I grew up you know I went to college I did that full kind of a other experience and so I do have a lot of friends um, and kids I grew up with that I mean they don't know anything about motocross they're not you know they're not involved and um, so I am sometimes able to you know when I when I go home or go visit some friends I mean there won't be a, a mention of dirt bikes and sometimes that is refreshing yeah um, because you know our our lives are it every day and um it sometimes it it not to say that we don't we don't love it by any means but sometimes it's good to to clear yeah. your head a little bit and and not think about it and then you come back to it and a lot of times that's when you know you you think of the, your next project you're gonna do you think it, it sparks it sparks things in you so yeah yeah no i, I definitely agree with that like yeah, it just seems like, though, there's just something about bikes that just keep... I like the two-wheel thing, too. Like, I got super into mountain biking a while ago. Yeah. And I was doing, like, 120 Ks a week and yeah. in the in the trails and just fucking sending it. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, now I'm just trying to actively try not to get hurt. It just seems like it's just too... Yeah. And then I had uh, Jats living with us, Jackson Richardson. He's, yep. like, the... You, oh, you, yeah, 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 you know oh, Jats. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, he did his shoulder, and I'm just like, fuck all this. Yeah. And, like, even Ron, he just got hurt doing the nitro Thing, right? Yeah, that was a that was a bad one. That was what did just, he do? Uh, it was it was a hundred percent just the bike. I mean, I think people often forget that, or they look at the bike and they must be like, "Oh, that thing's you know, it's a factory bike. It's got so much." That thing's a pile of crap, man. Yeah. Um, it literally the bike cut out on the on the face of um, a metal metal ramp, and um, it was like there was um, in one of the like ignition coils it like it rusted off or something in some of the elect so it was just like it's one of those things that no matter how much upkeep and um you know going through the bike you do it it's a 20 year old bike you're gonna have things like that that pop up that um yeah that it's it's extremely dangerous oh. and it, it just makes uh makes you realize how freaking crazy he actually is to to do that and so what did he actually do like um, what was yeah, the injury he, he uh he exploded his his foot so like the, the tailless bone in your ankle uh, I mean he they wanted to fuse it um, initially it was that bad so they ended up putting you know, I think they did 10, 10 screws two plates um, and then he got it he got his head pretty good too um, but a lot of people are like oh that's what he gets for an open face helmet but he didn't even it wasn't from hitting anything it was just a sudden stop in the whiplash uh, um, that like that he had like brain bleeding just from that whiplash um so yeah it was a it was it was a rough rough couple months getting old ron dog healed up but um yeah he's back <laughs> that's heavy man i didn't yeah. realize it was that bad yeah it was it was brutal so um yeah it was in in eugene oregon at, at one of the nitro circus shows so. yeah okay because i only um i was talking to jeremy about it the other day and he just said, yeah, he got fucked up. Yeah, Jeremy. Malot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was gnarly. It was, uh, yeah, I was actually, I was in, um, I was in Austin and, uh, you know, I heard about it. Um, somebody called and said what was happening. So I was on the next flight out to, to Eugene, to Oregon. So, and he, he, um, you know, after that, he, he, uh, there was like three weeks, just nothing. He doesn't remember anything. Really? Erased. Yeah. Three weeks after the crash. Yeah. 
God damn. Yeah. That's no joke. Yeah, so um, glad to be uh, be past that one and um, moving on from that. So Yeah, shit. Oh, well, so hopefully, yeah, obviously this this will all go all right. Yeah. What, do, do you have much plans for the week? Like, what, do you know where you're going to go, where you're going to be riding? Um, honestly, after... Um, like we did some stuff yesterday. Um, they took us indoor skydiving and they threw Ron in one of those t- tunnels and, you know, like he went indoor skydiving. So that was pretty comical. Um, but then other than that, uh, I think we're kind of just going to be, we'll have kind of just a, a mellow week this week. And then we do get out to Auckland, um, fairly early. I think like, you know, eight or nine days before the event, mm. and um, we're planning on doing a bunch of content with Ben. Um, That's doing gonna some be fun so stuff. good. And, um, so yeah, we'll get get out to Auckland a little early and, and do some some content and, and media that um, we can hopefully cut up. You know, prior and, and get out um, before the event. And get get people more pumped to, to get out to uh, the event in Auckland. So, have you done much with Ben? I have actually. Uh, when I was at Motosport. Oh, um, me and, yeah, me and Brett he, Q, we yeah. uh, we went over to what was that that race that Ben kind of helps put on there, and um, it's down south, like near Taupo. Um, oh. It's like I forget what it, they have it yearly. Um, yeah, I know the one you're talking. The Woodville GP? No, no. it's not that. It's uh like. Because we it it came about when we were the year before that Brett and I were over in Perth at the Mandrumup. Yes, um, I remember you guys Brett, coming in for that. Nick Way, um, AJ Katnazaro was there, and um, and then Ben Ben was there, and uh, we just buddy buddied with him. He's such Brett a good dude. And, uh, he's just like, man, we got to get you over to freaking New Zealand like right away, and you know Brett's like, oh yeah, that'd be sweet, whatever. He didn't expect to to hear anything of it, and. Um, yeah, it was but a couple weeks later after we got back to the States, Ben, ben hit us up, and he's like, yeah, here's here's the uh, the race that we're doing. Um, it was MX Fest, I think, in Taupo is what it was called. Yeah, oh, Taupo is where it was. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, he brought us out there, and uh, he, I mean, he, dude, he took us in, me and Brett, like, fam- we stayed with yeah. him and his family. Um, and, I mean, you know, they took us sightseeing, and um, we had we had so much fun that like honestly looking back on on my time at motorsport that was probably my my the favorite highlight. yeah it was just yeah it was it, it's such a beautiful country and um just how ben just opened his his doors to his to his whole family to, to us his little kids and um so i'm super excited to go back and, and see him dude so. he he's honestly one of the nicest people yeah that and like, you know what's funny too is like before that um so I went to the, growing up in Colorado, I got to go to the, um, the motocross of nations, uh, in 2010 at Lakewood. I remember. And Townley <laughs> just punted Andrew short off the track. Yeah, I remember. He did. And I was just like, you know, I was a little American kid. I was like, oh, fuck this fuck guy. This yeah, guy. Fuck this guy. Yeah. Oh, I'm never going to be a, a BT fan or whatever. And it just, I even told him that too. And he was just laughing his ass off. You don't give a fuck. It couldn't have been, it couldn't have been the more opposite. I was like, this guy's, you know, going to be. He's a friend, friend for life. Yeah. So, yeah. Nah, he's such a good dude. We're, yeah. So we're going. Yeah, we're gonna go over after and do the podcast with him. And it's cool. um, it's one I'm super excited for. Like, yeah, dude. How many people have done as much as him? Right. In well, and then it wasn't. It was after uh, that time that we were there with him. He kind of had another like resurgence. Yeah, he went with again. Suzuki, and he went 
I hate and I I hated to see him like get hurt the way he did like just because spending so much time with him I know how much of a toll the injuries took on him physically and mentally and um, so that like that really really sucked to to see him you know get himself his speed was his speed's always been there mm-hmm. um, but he physically you know got his body his con- his conditioning and endurance um, up to where it needed to be and uh, I hated to see him get hurt again so. dude it, it was crazy I was at the race when he got hurt in Australia mm-hmm. when he broke his hip and like he got that um he just announced that Lucas Oil ride with yep. Detroit Lee yep, team. Yep, yep. And then, dude, he was waxing everyone here. Like, yep. it was crazy. Australia had... I don't think anyone had ever seen the level that he was riding in this country. Like, not yep. when Reardon was in his prime, not when Chad was in... No one. Yep. No one, like... I, I still, to this day, think that Ben Townley was the fastest. Like, that... Uh, it, was it, like... Oh... It was, like, 12, 10... 10, 12, something yeah. like that. No. Well, because Motocross Nations was 2010. Must yep. have been like 2012 or 13, man. And uh, anyway, like when he hurt himself and, and broke that hip and it canned that mm-hmm. whole Lucas Oil ride, mm-hmm. I was so devastated for him because I was just like, dude, that yeah. you were going fast. Yep. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was the same thing when he... When he uh, and then it happened again, yeah. which is the one that you're talking about. Yeah, right? well, it was like he came out of nowhere too and he rode for New Zealand at the... Motocross of Nations. And it was like, I mean, he, I think he got close to like almost winning some motos or something. Or like he was in top three or something. I think, he, were just I think like, he podiumed. Holy shit. Well, he, like, he has so much raw speed still and it's just, it's insane. Yeah, so. no, it, it was like, and you got to think about what he did against Villapoto in 08. Mm-hmm. Or 07. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. Like those two dudes. And yeah, and normally that was so much fun to watch. Yeah. And normally when you see um, a season unfold, when you get like remember Eli in fifteen or sixteen when he got when he got hurt at Colorado, mm-hmm. it's like yep, that yep. was like a new thing. That yep. was like a new pace, right? Yep. That we hadn't really seen before. Yeah, and you'd see that. Dialed. Yeah, and then you'd see like James would do that kind of shit where it's like, okay, this is a new thing. And yep. then, but those, no one can ever really sustain it, it for yep. the full series. Yeah. So whenever you see a guy, and like, dude, Roxon in Supercross when yep. he wanted, yep. that was a new thing, like a new level. He was fucking killing yep. everybody. Yeah. And then he couldn't maintain it. But Ben and Ryan that year, they kept that pace going for all 24 yeah, that motors. was one of the most fun seasons to watch. I mean, uh, yeah, that was, I love that shit. And how they could be on the same team. Yeah. but so like respectful still yeah. like it was still they yeah. weren't dicks about that season at all yeah it seemed like anyway yeah yeah so um yeah obviously now that we're like 20 minutes into this like what do we got going on here what what do you what, mean what we got set up what what podcast is this what have you not seen doing? the gypsy tail podcast no where you been bro I, shit hanging out with ron he didn't have been? internet or cable or i don't even that's know. true yeah you guys are in oklahoma <laughs> yeah so pretty much since i since I moved back from the US, I didn't really have much going on. Yeah, I and, think I, uh, I think I probably saw you like right before you left to come back over here. Yeah, when Straight Rhythm, straight last rhythm. Year. I was going to say Straight Rhythm yeah. last year was like, that was like the last sort of um, time I was actually in the States. You are um, permanently now? Yeah, much, yeah. So when I moved back, so uh, Hammer made me do a mm. podcast with Dungy yep, yep. for the homegrown thing that we did. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and I was like, oh, I don't really want to do it. And he's like, all right, well, just do it. And then... 
if it goes good, we can put it out. Or like, yeah. no pressure. Like, yeah, let's yeah. just do it. See what happens. And it went really good. And then when I moved home, I wasn't really planning on it. It was like kind of unexpected in a way. Yeah. And uh, and then so yeah, I, I think did. I, I was like with with Wes when that like went down. Oh, so dude, I was <laughs> meant to meet you guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So, so I, I heard all all about it so you're very <laughs> yeah. privy yeah i, I, don't, like, I don't want to go shit. into all that yeah. shit but, <laughs> yeah. but um but yeah so then when i kind of like had to come back i was like well fuck i might just do the podcast now yeah so and then i don't know ever since then it's been going pretty good so but uh our like one of our main sponsors for the show they um the nobby the underwear brand they had like an activation site which okay. is like this yeah. thing here and then they're like dude why don't you just do the podcast Sweet. So I was like, fuck, okay. that'd actually be super So are you rad. doing it, is it how often, like weekly? Freaking yeah, so we do it every week. Okay, cool. So, but like we have a studio on the Gold Coast that we do it yeah. out of. Okay. But, um, but yeah, dude, it's, we've had like Travis has been on, Kerry Hart's been on. Cool. Um, Townley's going to come on, like a bunch of random like non-moto yeah. people. We had like this dude, his name is Abbo Henry and he's like a old school gangster like he's like in his 70s <laughs> yeah. and he's like went to jail for like oh, yeah it was fucking heavy <laughs> so we did like this three hour podcast so I didn't really even say anything was yet. it anything about moto at all no 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 no, no. but yeah. there's like heaps of it's yeah, not yeah. it's like it's not a moto podcast okay. as such yeah yeah but uh, it's just like pretty much whoever like okay um, will, you, will you be over in, in Auckland for yeah 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 so I'm, and then I'm gonna stay at Ben's for a few days okay. after yeah so but are you guys going straight away yeah they, they ship us out of there right Right away next yeah, day. Yeah, okay. So I might, yeah, we've been gone a while too, so we could could get back. Yeah, yeah, you guys. Will and, I, and I guess um, me and Ron will have to go. I don't even know if they have turkeys in New Zealand. It's Thanksgiving in America. Oh, so what day? On the. Uh, Is that the Sunday the, of the race? The, no, it's the Thursday before the race. The Thursday before. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah, you, they'll well, have, I love a New Zealand Thanksgiving. They'll have turkeys over there for sure. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Well, um, yeah, thanks for coming on, bro. Yeah. Good to have a chat. Yeah. We'll, um, it, was, uh, it was a good good random surprise. Oh, do you want... What size undies do you wear? Uh, probably medium. Get that size, man some medium. We're going to get... We're going to hook you up. Hell yeah. What about, what about Ron? He might need some. Dude, I'm a hook Ron up. Is, is, Ron, is he behind me? So yeah. You want him to come over here? Tell Ron to come on. Let me see what time it is. He might, he might have a, a little bit of time before his next practice. Let, let me make sure I'm not going to fuck him over on, on his time. He won't pay attention to anything, so. Nah, no. I'd love to talk to Ron. I need to. I need to figure some shit out with Ron. Yeah, if uh, if for some reason you can't catch him right now, we can we can schedule something in uh, in Auckland. Yeah, true. Well, I'm I'm gonna be staying. Oh, Dad, bring us a chip. Bring us a chip, bro. What? Oh, sweat. Oh, we got some chips. Hell yeah. Thanks, Wick. Oh, this is the best. What time's Ron gonna be? Oh, he's good. He already missed his second practice. I don't think Ron needs practice. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He can come over here. How many people are still in that line? Yeah. Yeah, you want me to grab him? Yeah. Cool. Next up on the podcast, Ronnie Mac. He's busy signing titties though, so. I'm not sure. 
Uh, so bring, just slide that mic and just bring it as close to your face as you can. Oh, the mic. I thought he said the bike. I'm like, I ain't getting up and getting the bike. Nah, bro. Ronald, what's up? Oh, we're just out here in Oz X Open trying to do our thing, you know? Don't mind going to, yeah, that's the thing. I don't mind going to Australia. I don't like leaving America, but Australia is like kind of a happy medium, you know? I get to get away, see a new country, but it's, it's more my people than going to Europe or France or some bullshit country like that. I hate frogs too, man. Yeah, I know. They're smelly. Dude, what's up with the security? Are you like a watched guy now like in Australia because of what happened last year? And th- well, people people don't know. You actually won. You were doing cross-training in the 90s for Moto, obviously, and you were doing amateur boxing, and you won a lot of amateur boxing fights. So what happened last year, in my eyes, is kind of bullshit because well, that was a blind. That was like a blind shot on you. You know, it's just typical Ron stuff. I always get, you know, I always get juked out of situations. I actually created MMA, mixed martial arts. That, that, I created that whole thing because when I known. used to box professionally. I used to pull dirty moves all the time. You know, I throw a kick in every uh, now and then, and a jab, and a boo, wheel punch. I'll put you in headlock. And they said, that's not legal. I said, let's create this thing. And, you know, they took it and ran with it. That was my idea. And, you know, if you want to talk to that security guard who tackled me last year, you knew I threw some MMA on him afterwards. You know, that's I put what I heard as well. Headlock. I busted up pretty good. He's all like, oh, Ronnie, please don't kill me in front of my family and my friends. And I said, all right, whatever, you know. I'm a nice guy like that. It was one. I, I got the vibe. It was one of those situations where he said sorry straight away. Oh after yeah. Because you know when like you know you fucked up. Yep. You get that instant like instant regret like. Sh- well, shit. you know I was really. It didn't matter if someone tells me they fucked up or whatever. You know I don't care. I'm still gonna beat your ass. But what what I found out is Carmichael paid him to hurt me, and when I found out that. You know, let's face it, money makes us do stupid things. So I had some compassion for him on accepting the money bribe. And I didn't, you know, at that point, I feel like sparing his life was a good deed for me. So I didn't know it is what it is. I didn't know RC had that kind of money these days. RC is rich. Is he still rich? He's got to be, right? He won everything. Maybe. I mean, he even beat me. There's a huge asterisk there, though, right? Yeah, huge asterisks. I mean, at the end of the day, you won all those championships, but was Ronnie Mack anywhere in the results page? No. 100%. Because if he was in the results page, he'd be number one. And we know. Like, I think the people know, and I think you know that the people know. And is that enough for you? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely enough. You know, everyone comes up and always tells me, you know, I'm number one on the track, 69 in my pants. Mm. It's how it, it goes. Amen. And at the end of the day, if I'm not in the results sheet anywhere, then that means there's always going to be an asterisk next to it. Everyone will say, oh, I'm the champ. I I won for years. Well, guess what? I wasn't there. So, and whatever. Then, and then the only, like, we saw a straight rhythm last year. That was straight sabotage. Oh, it definitely was. I mean, at the end of the day, my talent and my skill, it – if I get horny and I can't see because I go blind, mm. like I can't use it to my best. So there's certain things that I'm learning over the years and trying to perfect. I learn from my mistakes. So obviously this year we didn't even get to race because I was trying to cure my horniness and I happened to be in the motorhome with some old lady and I missed practice, which they said was qualifying. So they wouldn't let me race. It's like, you know what? I'm trying to cure my blindness so I can win the race. 
Give but, us a show. Yeah, and then now I don't even make it to the main event when I'm way faster than all these guys. It's, it's not fair. I think the people know, though. Ah, you know, I you mean, know, look at the crowds you got here. I think the, the people know who really won straight rhythm last year, for starters, who should have beaten RC here again. Yeah, I mean, everybody saw how fast I reeled him in, passed him. If he wants to pull a cheap shot, pay some guy off to tackle me, then that's, you know, that, that's his evil, not mine. I just think it is... Uh, it speaks a lot to your character that you did let that security guard live. With well, with your history, well, at the and end you know, of the day, I was, the I was blindsided that, by it. You know, if I wasn't so blindsided by it, I would pull the move on, pull a kung fu move on. Said, "Nope, can't do that." Boom! But you know, I was focused on racing, not fighting. Mm. And that's what he did. I was when when my head was in race mode, he tried to come up and pull a fight on me, and yeah, I wasn't able to respond. Just how it goes. How, I'm not perfect, you know. I do have flaws. You are so close to perfect, though, and I think that's the thing, though. With that's you. what upsets people. You know what I'm? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're so close to perfect. You're. Is it safe to say you're like a beacon of hope of sorts? Well, I mean, a lot of people say beacon of hope or hero or god, but you know, I just I'm I'm Ron. I'm Uncle Ron. I like to come out and have a good time and hang out with people. All these fans here are awesome. You know, I got a bunch of little kids dressed up as me that today and. You know, at the end of the day, I'm not an emotional guy, but it's it does make me feel happy. Like, hey, we're doing something right. Because at the end of the day, motocross is about having fun, man. And these guys aren't having fun anymore. Mm. Everybody's so worried about putting their spandex on and going and running 69 miles on a bicycle. Who cares, dude? Let's just have some fun, man. Go tear it up. Is it... Do you think that you are responsible for this new resurgence of fun motocross athletes? We saw Villapoto. He he downed a, he downs that champagne. He even made Dunn drink champagne at straight rhythm. Well, that's the thing. Like, are you rubbing off on these dudes in more ways than I one? I think so. I'm rubbing off on them. But what the bullshit part of it is now, like the AMA and all the people in America, they they won't let me drink the beers like I normally do and do my thing. That's a problem. Right? Like, it's a problem. But then when R- Ryan Villapoto or Ryan Dungey does it, it's cool. It's like, you know what? I've been drinking beer my whole life. Like, if I want to go and drink a beer, then you shouldn't criticize me for it. But then one of those guys does, and they're going to clap and act like they're a hero. I've been doing this shit all my life. Whatever. How much is Australia like Oklahoma? Oh, it's nothing like Oklahoma. But, you know, we're a little more chilled out and reserved, but I like the energy here. You know, everybody mm. brings it. They... They want to have a good time. Everybody's excited and wants to go out and party. And that, you know, at the end of the day, that's that's a huge uh, upper for me to come here and, and feel that. Cause then I go back home more slow paced. Then it can slow down, chill out. But it's cool to come here and, and hang loose with the freaking uh, Australian crowd. Right. So we just had Dayton on, and I just said to Dayton, "Do you remember when you first met Ron?" Because people. I was in the industry back in America. I knew some people and would do some filming, and I'd be paid by the big corporations like Red Bull to go to Trey Kennard's house in Oklahoma. And this was before you decided that you wanted to come out into the public. And we'd go to film Trey Kennard's house. Yeah, Trey Kennard, yeah, Justin Bogle, yeah, Robbie Raynard would be there from yeah. time to time. And then you were legitimately smoking these dudes, but you decided for whatever reason to, to really lay low. Well, that was the thing. How I met Trey Kennard and got out there and got seen by people was I was at the dang uh, Black Hawk Casino 
and uh, I believe Justin's family owns that Bogle. He's an Indian. They he, own it. Is he an Indian? He owns the Indian Casino. Uh. And I was there gambling one day, and I saw him there, and I said, "Hey, I know who you are. I race dirt bikes too. I'm way, way faster, I'm faster than you, obviously. Obviously, and and he he wanted me to prove it. And I'm like, you know, I started talking to him, whatever. I'm not much for talking. I'd rather show you. So I went out there one day, and um, you know, trade it and invite me out there. I showed up there with Justin, and I, I laid it down. I, I, you know, I was going faster than him. So then I kind of had him on my side, right? Like this guy Ronnie's good. We need to take his advice and and train with him. And then uh, there was some jumps that were built out of the track that uh, Trey didn't want to jump. Nobody wanted to jump. Nobody wanted to hit them. And and they came to the casino when I was there gambling, and they said, Hey, you know what? Like, can you please come out and jump some of these jumps? They're too scary and too big for us. And how long was this after you first went to the track? I mean, this was probably about, I don't know, six or nine months after I went out there and rode, Yeah, I'd say. And I get out there, and obviously, like, I'm jumping further and faster than anybody. My speed is incredible. And then that's when Trey Kennard just kind of, like, we had this kind of thing click where anything he was ever scared or nervous about, he calls mm. Uncle Ron to have him come test it out first. So is that where the name Uncle Ron really came from? Because you were like this uncle to these guys that were getting paid to race and were doing the whole AMA thing. Yeah. And you were like Uncle Ron that well, was really the helping thing. them. It's like, you know, let's face it, Dad's not cool. Dad's got to be a boss. Yeah, Dad's got to yeah. be mad. He's got to... But He's got to cool say uncle. what's going on. I'm the uncle that's like, hey, man, I know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm old. Like, let me give you my wisdom. Mm. Let me have some fun with you. I'm going to be your Uncle Ron for the day. And, you know, Trey calls me Uncle Ron, so does Justin. So that's kind of why it stuck. Mm. That makes a lot of sense why that, that, yeah, the whole Uncle Ron thing. And so it was about that time Bogle then starts winning. Go yeah, figure. you know, literally the Canard starts winning. The year Go that figure. I started working with Justin, he won the championship. And after that, obviously everybody comes up to him and says, "Ooh, let's do this, let's do that. Go train with Ricky Carmichael, or let's go and let's go and get some advice from a real guy." And then it just goes downhill from there. Mm. But, because it's not just the physical, right? It's the mental side. No, it's, it's the, the mental. mental it's just, you. you know, having fun, getting in the right mojo. And that's the thing. It was like, people don't understand is there's so much more to racing than some chode like Carmichael could tell you. A hundred percent. You know, like there's so much more. And I'm not saying that I'm for everybody, but for a guy like Justin Bogle, maybe I was everything. But you you're know? for winners. He keeps on calling me, want me to work with him again. I'm like, dude, I'm... I've been down that road before, man. You bail out on me once, well, fuck you. And then when did you decide to take this whole thing public? Uh, but, I mean, obviously, how did like... It, how did it happen? Because you were so low-key for so long. Like, we all knew about you. What happened the, was... Like, the people in the industry obviously knew. What but, happened was the dinged old YouTube started. Uh, and once people saw my speed, they started climbing on board. You know, bandwagoners. Oh, now I'm on board. You know, this guy can ride. Hey, like this, Panther fans. Yeah, this guy can ride. Look at the old man. This is cool, you know? And then I start coming out and racing, and I'm fast, obviously. So people, so people like to see, you know? And I think I... My core audience, I'd say, likes all my shenanigans I get into, too. But at the end of the day, I don't try to be Ryan Villapoto, Ryan Dungey, Carmichael. You know what? Fuck those guys. Whatever. You know, I'm, I'm Uncle Ron. Whether or not I'm in last place or first place, I'm still going to be Uncle Ron. And at the end of the day, you know, if you don't like it, then piss off.
So you're going over to Townley's uh, for a little bit after this, after you get done winning this weekend. Yep. Have you had much to do with, with Townley? Were you involved in his 08 season where he was really close with Villapoto? Well, you know what's funny is like, I'd actually met the guy who replaced him in 2008. I met that Jimmy Albertson guy because he lived in Shawnee and wrote at Trey's place, He too. was at Trey's, too, right? And, and he replaced him, and he'd talk about how nice Ben Townley was. Oh, man, what a nice guy. But at the end of the day, I'd tell him, like, be careful. He's still a commie. Yeah. He's still a communist. Watch out. He's he's being nice to be. And he'd always say, no, no, no. He's just a good guy. He's good at heart or whatever. But, you know, I'm about to see. I'll, I'm going to look him straight in the eye when I get to Australia or New Zealand, and I'm going to say... Hey man, who are you? What's your deal? And you know, can I what 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 can we do out here? You know, are we gonna have a good time. Are we gonna do some racing, drinking some beer, or are we gonna play this off like Ricky Carmichael and be a bunch of assholes? Can you tell by looking in a man's eye? Oh, for sure. They don't have to say nothing. You just tell by how they stare at you, mm. whether or not they're a good man or not. It's like a dog, you know. If a dog stares you in the eyes, he's a good dog. Mm. If he looks away, you might as well beat that dog to death because he ain't worth a shit. And what did you see when you see Ricky Carmichael's eyes? Oh, he just constantly looking at the ground like a bad dog. Yeah, okay. You he's get a bad that. dog. He might they might call him the goat, but he's more like a bad dog. The goat. What did he's, you think about the goat nickname? Hey, he's what it is, right? Like everybody wants to hop on the goat bandwagon, but you know, I I just don't like the simple fact that he pulled so much shenanigans on me. Mm. You know, and he's trying to trying to take me down, knock me down a notch. It's like you know, at the end of the day. Why don't we just go out there and race fair, not try to pull no cheap shots? But isn't it obvious, though, that he just can't beat you straight up? Well, I mean, I think it's obvious to people like me and you, but to the public, it is what it is. You know, people want to go out and they want to say that Carmichael's the greatest of all time. Yes, he's a good racer, but the greatest of all time? Like, that's a pretty big title that... When somebody says the greatest of all time, they beat all aspects. And I'm going to tell you what, I beat him at many more things in life than he beats me. Mm. And he ain't ever crossed no pond the way that Ron has. Oh, no, he ain't crossing no pond. He ain't freaking jumping. He ain't jumping as far as me, that's for sure. You know, he ain't, he ain't going as fast as me. It's just, it is what it is. Dude, how about that, uh, the jump that you did with the Nitro boys? Because I remember Travis telling me, I don't know if you got enough credit for well, just yeah, how was, hard you hit, had to hit that thing. I mean, I think it ended up being like you know, 188 feet. I jumped bigger than that by quite a bit more. And, you know, they all looked at me like I was silly. They were like, hey, you know, you don't you don't know what you're doing out here. We're worried about you casing the jump. We're worried about you landing in the helicopter. It's like, yeah, hey, whatever. Just let me jump it. I told Michael, I got to hit 69 miles per hour. And we put the speedometer on the bike. I hit it at 68 miles per hour, but I think, I think that the speedo was off. It, it felt more like 69. To I was me. gonna say, like, if anyone knows what 69 feels like, it's wrong. Yeah, you know, it feels good for both sides. Exactly. 69 feels good for everybody. So <laughs> that's the thing. Like, yeah, you show up there and everybody wants to preach advice. Like, oh, let's do this, let's do that. But then I go big. That's what I do for a living. So piss off. And did you tell Travis, like, hey, bro? Because we talked about this with Travis on the podcast that you actually were the one that shaped the lip at Castillo Ranch that he calls the million-dollar jump. So what did Travis do wrong in that jump? Because you told him what to do, right? 
Hey, at the end of the day, he wasn't on a screaming eagle. Yeah. Like, I can't, I you can't can lead judge what's going to gonna happen right? on a banana bike piece of shit. I can only judge what's going to happen on my screaming eagle. Mm. And, you know, obviously, the bike doesn't go fast enough. And my bike does. So I told him, he asked what gear I was hitting it in. And I said, oh, yeah, I hit it in first gear. Well, he tried to hit it in first gear, and he didn't even jump halfway up it. You know, because he's not on a screaming eagle. Mm. He's on some piece of shit banana bike trying to do stunts that are way above his ability. And that's what the tough part. I think that's why the industry won't accept me is because I make everything look so easy mm. that all their athletes get hurt when they try to do my things. And then they, they have no sport after that. Because you might be the only dude in the industry if people, if the industry like really recognizes and like lets you do your thing then you might be the only person on the gate ever. Because we always talk about, like, quads and shit in Supercross, right? Oh, he hit the quad. Yeah. But you were the first dude ever to do a quintet, and then yeah. the AMA banned quintets altogether. Oh, I know. It's terrible, man. I, I go five everywhere. It ain't no big deal. And that's the thing, like, there's all these rules and standards that are set into place because of me, that I, and they won't even let me race anymore because... All the stuff that I do, and they like they, they like to make excuses like, "Oh, you can't ride with a face helmet," or, or "Your bike's too old." It's like, no, the excuse is I'm too fast. That's yeah. That's bottom line is they don't want people beating their star athletes, and they know they can't tame me. I'm not no puppy dog bitch. I ain't gonna go there and do what you say. So they just x me out completely, which I understand. I get it, but I do what I do. They do what they do. Did you imagine where Supercross track design would have gone if you raced Supercross? Oh, I mean, I think the competition in general would just be at a way higher level than where they're at right now. Let's face it, people want to talk about the Bubba Scrub, how that was the revolutionary thing. Like, now everybody's doing the Bubba Scrub, right? We're freaking, what, about probably 14 years later, everybody's Bubba Scrubbing now. Well, you know what? I think the air wheelie is just as critical as the Bubba Scrub. 100%. And, you know, everyone wants to act like it's not a tool that's used to go faster and everyone wants to cut me down and say oh that's not how you're supposed to ride but it's just all politics at that point everyone's trying to bring me down they want to pump up the bubba and the bubba scrub but they don't want to pump up ronnie mac and the air wheelie because you did like wind tunnel tu- wind tunnel testing right on oh, the yeah, eagle for sure and that's how you actually figured out well, it- yeah it, it's science at that point you know read it in a book any day of the week it's freaking science it's fast it's speed and that's what wins races is speed what do you still love about dirt bikes ron after all uh, these i mean years? at the end of the day if you're on two wheels you're living man and I- minus the bullshit politics of racing supercross motocross whatever get yourself on two wheels it's something that i think every person should experience once in their life at least there's nothing like it i'm uh you know i'm gonna get deep on you it's just something that your soul craves and unless you felt that feeling you don't understand it but all two-wheel people do yeah totally i i definitely i feel like when i watch your style and when I watch you ride to me it seems like a man that is just trying to express that feeling right well that's the thing like I remember when I was younger my father was not very good to me you know he's actually my stepdad who was the one that got me into racing and he was very rude and mean and 
he'd hit me every now and then when I wouldn't do good because I wouldn't listen to the advice. I wouldn't be a cookie cutter. I wasn't going to go out and do whatever else. I was going to do me. And at the end of the day, you know, that might have scarred my relationship with him, but I feel like it made me a better man. And it, you know, now the speed that I can show comes from me just doing my own thing all the time. Did you ever think you'd be in the position you are now to inspire millions and millions of dirt bike riders? I mean, not at all. At the end of the day, what I do is not, definitely not, um, not for everybody. And I don't blame people like, oh, well, Ronnie, you need to cool it on the eight ass, or, you know, my kids can't see that, or you try to be more PG-13. You know what? I'm not going to try to be anything. I'm just going to express what I'm doing. And you know what? If you like it, you don't, whatever. It's me. So at the end of the day, I feel like I'm setting an example for the kids. Be yourself, man. Don't try to be somebody else because guess what? That spot's taken. So just be yourself. Amen, Ronnie. What can we expect from you this weekend, bro? We'll wrap it up with this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I want to go out there and win, but sometimes you don't. I know I'm going to drink a lot of beer and I'm going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to have more fun than anybody. I'm going to drink more beer than anybody. So at the end of the day, I win no matter what. Well, the Gypsy Tales podcast just won massive with Ronnie Mac making an appearance. It's been too long since I've seen you. I got I got locked up in jail the last time I tried to hang out oh, with you. Oh, I know. So that's how, I know. That was scary. That's how dangerous you I are. Know. We're not even joking. We're, yeah. Ronnie Mac is so dangerous that when the last time I tried to hang out with him, I ended up in jail for you two days. You can't put that on your, your visa. You You're going to hang out with me because that's an automatic ban. Yeah, they wouldn't let me in. They don't like it. Ronnie, thanks for coming coming uh, to the Supercross. Thanks for hanging out on the podcast, bro. All we'll, right. Uh, we'll be watching as always and uh, we'll drink some PBR. Sounds good, buddy. It's my pleasure. You! Right on, dude. Thanks, brother. Fucking good to see you, dude. Where are you guys picking out of? Oh, we're just downstairs. We got our own little room, so come on down. Hang out. I got a little room. They have a damn herpes, but they got a bunch of 16s, the tall boys. Well, that's bad news for me. Yeah, I know. That extra four ounces will get you. Did your brother come? Oh, um, no, he's got the facility going on, so like, I didn't want to, like, honestly, you can't wait for that for three weeks. Like, fuck it Oh, wait, everyone, we got to get you some undies. Oh, yeah. what's this? It's new undies, bro. Uh, undies, all right. <laughs> <laughs> can't lose. All right, dude, I'll talk to you after. All right, go for it. All right. That's it. I'm trying to get a All right, YouTube land, thank you very much for listening and the people that gathered. Um, if you're listening to this in front of us now, you can uh, follow the podcast on Instagram at Gypsy Tales Podcast. Uh, we do a lot of these, one every week. Um, normally it's in the studio, not at the Supercross track. Uh, and you can download these on iTunes or Spotify. Uh, just search Gypsy Tales Podcast. Uh, thank you very much to... The guys at Nobby, uh, this whole thing is because of them. Uh, this was their activation spot for the Supercross this weekend. They gave it to us and said, boys, do your worst. And uh, so far, we've done our worst, and it's been extremely fun. Also, thank you to the guys at Boost Mobile. This is literally streaming live to YouTube in HD on a Boost Mobile SIM card that you can buy anywhere for $2. We've hotspotted it to our computer and we're streaming live. 
Uh, also, a massive thank you to the guys at Rival Inc. Uh, you can head to their website and type in the code GYPSYTALES for 15% off store-wide. Uh, I'm actually going to read this out because the stuff that they do, these, these guys are fucking awesome. Um, they're really, really good people. Their quality, the product, the thing with the, the whole bike graphics thing is that the quality is actually everything. Like, you can do a really, really good job or you can do a really shit job. Uh, and the guys at Rival, they they like literally invent technology that goes into these graphics so they do custom mx graphics plastics they do graphics installs seat covers and accessories and they ship direct to your door worldwide so a massive shout out to those guys uh, we're really stoked uh to have them on board with this weekend and then going forward um so yeah, really, really, really stoked to, to have those guys on board. So thank you to all of our sponsors. Nobby, you can head to the Nobby, uh, you can head to Nobby, nobbyunderwear.com.au. I'm tripping out here. It's been too long. Um, and if you're here tomorrow at Supercross, we're going to give you some undies too. Uh, but yeah, nobbyunderwear.com.au, uh, $20 a month gets you... Uh, a new pair of undies shipped to your door every week and uh, every month, sorry. And uh, their stuff is is honestly amazing. Um, that's why that's why we've really extended our partnership with those those guys because the quality of the product is so so good. Um, and yeah, we're we're excited that those guys want to continue to work with us. It's a really awesome partnership. So thank you very much for watching. It was a very very loose and random podcast. Uh, but I had fun as always. So if you've been watching this on YouTube, thank you very much. If you're listening on iTunes, really appreciate it. We will be back tomorrow for another live podcast, live from Oz X Open. Uh, I'm not sure if there are still tickets available, but if you're in Sydney and you're a fan of the podcast, then you need to um, just jump on, jump online, see if you can get yourself a ticket and uh, make it happen. It's uh, it's an awesome weekend. This is one of the best weekends of the year for mine. So thanks very much, guys. I appreciate it.